Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Hour number three of Danny and Dusty. This time it actually is hour number three, right? Hey, check out the big brain on Brad. <laughs> check out the big brain on Brad. All right, uh, we do not have uh, Vanilla Ice for our next guest, uh, but that is okay because uh, she gets top billing at the top of this hour right now. It is time that we bring on now from BeaverBlitz.com, uh, Angie Machado, kind enough to join us. Hi, Angie. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing fantastic. Look, it doesn't get much uh, bigger than what we have right now with Oregon and Oregon State. It's been a decade in the making to have two ranked teams here in this rivalry game. And there's a ton to play for right now. For for Oregon, it is a a chance in the conference championship game. Uh, But for Oregon State, it's to keep a 10-win season alive. And how can you put into words, Angie, just how important it would be for Oregon State if they were to get to this ninth win and then have that opportunity to get a tenth win in uh, 2022? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think it's really difficult because I mean, well, I picked a ten win season this season. Most people laughed at me and thought I was crazy, um, and that most people, you know, fans, you know, big time boosters were all kind of thinking that seven eight win season. So. Um, you know, this is a team that has struggled for so long, and it really has come from really the bottom when, when Coach Smith took over. I have not seen this program maybe at such a low point. And so to be able to turn it around and actually have the Civil War mean something is, um, I think, it, it's huge. Now, uh, with with Oregon State, we're seeing kind of, we talked the last time we talked, it was like the MASH unit coming out um, of a couple of weeks ago and how banged up everyone uh, was. They're starting to get a, a little bit healthier, and they put up an impressive win at Arizona State. I know that the Sun Devils are going through a lot, but 31-7 on a place where Oregon State has been really good, and they haven't won games in the past. They're now, they were 1-19 since 1972 he- heading into Tempe. Um, this resilience of of this team um, as they have gone through this season has, has been the impressive part for me because they were trying to figure out a lot of the pieces. Um, what have you seen about this team's depth as the season has gone on? Because there were a lot of question marks that have been answered because of injury, because of you know just different guys stepping up throughout the course of the year. Yeah, I think it kind of starts with the the veteranness and the veteran leaders of the team, you know, whether that's on the offensive line with Brandon Kipper, Josh Gray, some of those guys to the defensive side with, you know, you can't, you can't ignore like Jaden Grant, someone been on the program for seven yeah. years. Um, but you're right. I mean, I, I was, especially Cal, I, when those guys started going yeah. down a couple weeks ago, I mean, it was like one after the other, after another, 
Um, I really, especially on the offensive line, I, I, you had Marco Brewer, who was already out for the season, and then you lost two more guys at Cal or against Cal. I, I was, I, I kind of was like, okay, we'll see what they can do. And those young guys actually stepped up and our resident offensive line guru, Peter Osborne has played offensive line at, at Willamette university, knows the position so well. And he's breaking down kind of watching. He always watches the alignment and he's texting me during the game going, these guys are looking great. You know, I mean, they're a little smaller, a little more undersized, but not really missing, missing a beat. So um, I think that's been the biggest surprise. Obviously Jack Velling has been a big surprise when, you know, your top tight end, Luke Musgrave, who was really expected to be a huge mm-hmm. piece of this offense, went down game two um, to have, you know, Velling kind of stepping up. I, I still think the quarterback is the biggest question mark with it with his team, um, you know, and, and it is the biggest limitation. You know, it, it's kind of how well the quarterback plays is, is how well the team plays. We're talking with Angie, Angie Machado from BeaverBlitz.com. You know, this is – you mentioned that offensive line, and re- recruiting is the lifeblood of your program. And the the Beavs aren't going to be, you know, top five recruiter uh, in the country, but they find they have a they have a system and they have a type of player that they they go after. And on the lines, it is so important um, to to have that kind of system because offensive linemen don't grow on trees. Can you talk about that development and and what goes? What are they looking for on the recruiting trail? Because these aren't guys aren't coming in at you know whether it's two eighty five or or three hundred pounds that they're growing to. Um, they're taking some flyers on some undersized guys that end up bulking up and getting to that point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I look at Josh Gray, um, key example. I, I actually just stumbled upon his film review when he was a senior in high school. He was uh, two forty five when he signed with <laughs> oh Oregon State. Oh my goodness! So they. They did gray shirt him, so he had, you know, he came yeah. in the following year. But, you know, here's a 300-pounder going to be looking, you know, NFL draft here. So, um, you know, really it starts with Coach Mahalachek, probably one of the top, probably top five developers on offensive lines in the country. Um, just an amazing job. But he, he does. He has kind of a blueprint. He wants guys that are long. He wants very athletic feet. Um, he can put weight on you, but he, he, he doesn't want to lose that athleticism. And then just the, the agility, you know, that's another piece of it. And then uh, nastiness. He, he wants guys that are going to play nasty, chip on their shoulder. And, and at the end of the day, his key, too, is guys that want to be at Oregon State because you can't develop guys. You can't spend a ton of time developing them only to have them jump in the portal. You, you need to develop them and have them ready to go in the system. So that's another key, huge piece, you know, this whole recruiting, whether that's offensive linemen or, or defensive backs. Oregon State does take some flyers on guys that – you know, maybe need a year or two in the system and you need those guys to stick around. And so that's, that's been a key part too, is guys that buy into the system and, and want to be in Corvallis and, and want to see the success there. Guys that want to be at Oregon state. When Jonathan Smith took over this program, they were, they were hard to find and they found a class of guys that wanted to be there. Now looking at this senior class, what is the legacy of this senior class going to be? Because when they came to Oregon state, the program was in a in a bad place because of Gary Anderson and the way that he left it. Yeah, you you talk. It's it's interesting. You said that bad place. The guys that you know were on the program with Jonathan Smith. I mean, I, I got, I've gotten to know parents and and grandparents and family and players over the years. And I had parents calling me saying my kid doesn't even like football anymore. Oh. He he hates football. So you know this is a, a grueling sport. You can't just not like football anymore. So that is where this place. This is where when Jonathan Smith took over, that is where the culture was. You had guys that were 
fighting amongst themselves in the locker room. They didn't like the sport. They were kind of just done. Um, so to build that culture and then the legacy that these guys, I mean, seriously, you look at, you know, it's, it's year over year. They've taken a little step forward, a little step forward, a little step forward. And, and now this year, I mean, they're still not maybe the elite of the conference, but they are right there knocking on the door. So um, I, I don't think that can be discounted um, when you look at the legacy they're leaving and, and the fact that, wow, when they came, when, when Jonathan Smith came in, you know, you're winning one or two games and now, you know, your nine, eight, nine, ten win season is, is within reason. And, you know, you look at two of your losses to two of the top programs in the, in the conference were by three points. Mm-hmm. And, you know, USC, you can say how you want, but Oregon State held them, had them on the ropes yep. until, you know, an interception and then that last drive by Caleb Williams. So um, lost to Washington by three points on the road. So um, it's, a, it's a program that has gone from barely being able to compete to then competing at home to winning at home to now actually winning some road games. And, you know, you can – the last two games against Cal and, and ASU, yeah, they're struggling, both those teams, but they both have talent on them. And for Oregon State to basically just shut them down offensively, especially Cal's offense. You know, I, I expected Cal's offense to score way more point, points than they did. So um, I think that's another huge story of this year's team is what Trent Bray has done with the defense. Oh. Um, I, I mean, so I, w- I was blown away when he wasn't on the Broyles Award finalist list yesterday because this was a defense that was ranked in the last maybe you know what 120 to 129 in most categories under Tim Tibisar and now in one year with basically the same roster Bray has them playing in the upper part of the Pac-12 and um, you know number one run defense and um, scoring defense and yeah it's it's been remarkable what we've seen the turnaround be. Heading into uh, this game on Saturday, the Civil War against Oregon, uh, where's the advantage that you see um, being the most in favor of the Oregon State Beavers? Yeah, it, it's it's going to be a tough battle. I, I think the home field, I think that helps. That mm-hmm. you can't you know discount that. It's going to be a rowdy crowd, even with just one side of the stadium with with fans in it. it it's been loud and rowdy. I, I look at what USC, what they did with USC, and you know, Caleb Williams couldn't even, you know, hear himself think out there. So that'll be a big part. But I think if you look at matchup, it's going to be Oregon State's passing game against U of O's uh, pass defense. And I worry a bit about that just because Oregon State's passing game has not been great yeah. this year. But, um, you know, U of O's pass defense isn't isn't all that great either. So um, that's, that's the matchup, I think, in my opinion. Um, the key and if Oregon State is able to do some things on offense because we know Oregon's going to try to stop the run um, it'll be interesting to see you know how this game stacks out yeah and, and I mean running the ball obviously is is going to be huge for Oregon State that's kind of the the motor to this offense is uh, it gets it rolling Damian Martinez we've seen grow from a freshman at the beginning of the year into the workhorse back um I love, though, the maturity that, that you see from guys between the years as the season goes on. We can see physically what Damian Martinez is as an athlete. How has he grown as a football player and kind of a, a, a leader of this team, though, being the freshman workhorse back? Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting, you know, because that's another big key is, you know, you look at Oregon State players, and a lot of them are have grown a lot, just like you said, between the ears. They're, they're smart football players. Um, I think that's been his biggest key. I, I know I came on your show, you know, before the season, and I made the bold predi- prediction that he'd be starter by game three. Yeah. I think it took to game five 
because I think his biggest thing he worked on was it was the blocking schemes and really being able to pick up um, his assignment on, on blocking plays. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got that down. And, and what you're watching him do, it's it's crazy. You know, I, I remember saying, you know, this summer that he could be the best freshman I've seen since Jaquiz Rogers. And that was bold. But now he, with his fifth 100-yard rushing game in a row, he now is tied with Steven Jackson. So um, <laughs> for five. Quiz had four consecutive 100-yard games wow. as a as a true freshman. Steven Jackson had five. So um, two more games left for young Mr. Damian Martinez. So we might be seeing even even a, a bigger historic jump for him. All right, Angie, um, because it is a holiday week, um, I know it's only Tuesday. This is hard to give predictions on Tuesday, but um, wh- how do you see this game uh, coming out? The 126th installment of uh, formerly called yeah. the Civil War against the Ducks and the Beefs. Yeah, see, I said call it the Civil War. I, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I'm old school, but it is Civil War. I, you know, anything can happen. I, I haven't sat down and actually penned my, my prediction yet. I think it's hard to pick. I, I think from my head standpoint, it's hard to pick the Beavers to win because I think um, depending on how healthy Bo Nix is, I, I, what I them do against Utah was crazy. Yeah. So, um I, I do think Oregon has the, the the edge, but God, it's Civil War, and you never know what can happen there. It can get weird, and it, so, it usually does get weird on Saturdays in the Civil War. So, see, I can't I can't give you a score I, <laughs> right now. My my head's telling me that Oregon wins a close one. Yeah. Um. So that's my head, but um. You know, it is Civil War, and yes, I did go to Oregon State, and I write for an Oregon State centric site, so I cater to Oregon State fans. Yeah. So then then the heart comes in and says. Beefs win big, so yeah, that's right. There <laughs> no, you go. I, I think it's going to be a really close game, and um, like I said, right now I'm leaning probably toward a duck, maybe a three, another three point, but um, home field, emotional day, stranger things have happened. Absolutely, especially with the senior class, um, the emotions are going to be running high with how important this senior class has been. Uh, to the Oregon State Beavers. I mean, you got guys like Jane Grant, like you mentioned. We did a full interview talking Oregon State football and did not talk about Jack Coletto, uh, who will be recognized uh, on Senior Day as well, his importance to this program. I mean, this this class is going to go down uh, in in the history books for Oregon State as the one that turned it around yeah. for the Beavs. So, Angie, thank you so much for the time, and um, we'll, hopefully we'll catch up with you sometime soon. Yeah, I just want to let your uh, listeners know, too, if you're looking at Beaver Blitz, we are running our Black Friday 75% off promo. Let's go. No better time than right now to jump on. $26.85 for a full year. And that's Duck Territory, Beaver Blitz. Pick your poison. We got you covered. All right. BeaverBlitz.com. Angie Machado. Angie, thank you so much, and uh, have a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. You guys, too. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com/network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.